Hey y'all, welcome to Wild Confidence. I'm your host, Ainsley B, and I can't wait to share with you some amazing guests on this season of the podcast. Our goal here is to help one another find, keep, and share our wild confidence in Christ. I'm so thankful you're joining us, and if you love the episode today, I'd be so grateful if you left a review or shared it with a friend. All right, all right, let's hop in. I can't wait to meet our guest today. Y'all may remember Sarah who came on a previous episode of Wild Confidence. And if you haven't listened to her episode yet, go back and listen to it. Sarah Hallis. Oh my gosh, she's so funny and so awesome. But y'all, when you listen to her story, it's so incredible. And she mentions her best friend, Anaka. Y'all, we have both of them on today and they are incredible. I just want to be their best friend as well. I want to go hang out with them all the time. They have an amazing podcast called Inside the Group Chat. And we get a little bit of that today on Wild Confidence. Let's meet Anaka and hang out with Sarah again. Two of my favorite people that I like know a little bit, but not enough, not nearly enough. And Anaka and Sarah, welcome to Wild Confidence. Yay. We're Hi. so excited to be here. So excited. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Literally anytime. I also just feel like I'm not even recording a podcast. I feel like this is really just we're hanging out and these are all the things that I just want to talk to y'all about (laughs) so there's that I listened to an episode I've listened to a couple of them but there was one episode of your (laughs) podcast that I want y'all to talk about I was weeping like (laughs) actively weeping trying to crawl I was watching it so I was like I need to be on that couch like I need to be there and that I just think that's magical that y'all can make someone feel that way who truly doesn't know you I don't know your mama's name I don't know your middle name but I know (laughs) that I love your guts yeah (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Well, I just love, I love, love, love that y'all just create that environment always. I mean, y'all are just so good about that. So we'll get into all the things, but if people are, you know, not, don't know you, or if they didn't catch uh, Sarah and I's episode of Wild Confidence, give us a brief overview of your friendship and history. Oh gosh, where do we start? I know. <laughs> it's kind of been baptism by fire since yeah. the beginning. Nope. That is that was explained. That's basically it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> we met um via like Instagram, just yeah. like had some connections with friends. Um, and you know, we both were in really crazy seasons. I know Sarah, you talked about like what was going on in your life in your episode um at the time, probably right? A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you don't know, if you didn't listen to that, Sarah, you were going through a divorce. Yeah. I was, um, at a job that was really rough that, um, left me in a really horrible place financially. And so we were both very much struggling and COVID had just hit. Yes. Yeah. So it was, Insane. um, yeah, a really wild time to even consider moving yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And so we both had just randomly, like we talked randomly and I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about moving. She's like, oh, me too. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so literally what, two weeks later, I was like, where are you thinking of moving? To? Oh yeah. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, I'm thinking about Nashville. And she's like, oh, me too. I was like, can I be your roommate? <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay. And we, yeah, two weeks later, we moved in. Yeah. She went to go like see the apartment that we had like both like kind of sent to each other because our, our friend lived in like one in that complex. And we were like, oh, these are pretty. And everything that I said I wanted, they had. And it was open. Yeah. Down to like first month rent free. free. Like just everything. They we were needed. like, come on in. And we That's were like, wild. Yeah, we're doing this. Like it was just all like every door flew wide open. We couldn't deny that this was like what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. She calls me and four days later, I, I pack up my whole apartment in uh, the DC metro area and I drive to Nashville. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, with all my stuff. I, we can't. So then six weeks later, we're, we're moving in. We moved in. We met each in. other in person for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. We had met each other in person for the first time. So I didn't <laughs> even know what I was actually getting into. But as far as I knew, like love is blind. <laughs> I had no idea how my life would actually end up more chaotic than I ever thought. <laughs> but we move in. I'm like learning about Sarah. Um, and I, I just have to say this because I remember thinking, I remember being like, this girl is so interesting <laughs> because Sarah at the time okay and this she always says do not bring up my past I always say don't bring up my past because I share things with her in confidence and then she will like send me a screenshot and send it back and I'm like I I I really trusted you to never bring that up again but <laughs> so yeah, at least I mostly just bring it back up yeah um <laughs> but we're we went to Goodwill to find a couch <laughs> how could you say this on a how could you do this to me? We have to give them just a glimpse into what our life has been. I'm not that person anymore. You aren't, actually. I wasn't that not person anymore. But I, this was the first time I was like, wow, what did I get myself into? Because we went to Goodwill because we needed a couch. And we just couldn't afford, obviously, like a brand new couch. And we're splitting everything. And Sarah pulls up to the Goodwill in these daisy like not just daisy dukes but like everything was out like hanging out (laughs) and i was like we're in the goodwill and she's just walking through moseying through goodwill every cheeks out just the cheeks out and i was like is she okay (laughs) and this was like our second or third week no listen first of all what i'm getting into but i just had to mention that no listen no it really obviously she got smacked in the face with everything that I was because <laughs> in Florida, you literally just walk around in your bathing. Like it's, not, you don't even like think twice about it. And in Tennessee, people dress and they're like cool, trendy pants, long sleeve shirt, jacket, beanie, <laughs> like all the, even in the summer. And I'm like, you don't have to do this. It's hot. We know it's hot, but like they dress the same all year round. And so I'm out here That's looking like, people, people looked at me like I needed to, I needed Christ. And at that time <laughs> I did, did, but also what we didn't know at that time. Yes. Was that I was pregnant. Yes. So we found out like three weeks after that, that she's six months pregnant. Six months. And we're like, blows my mind. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where everything kind of really, and that's just the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) We find out Sarah's six months pregnant. We get the old, I knew she was at least five or six months because she told me she was feeling the baby move. And I was like, you can't feel the baby move until you're around that. Yeah. Like actually move. She's like, yeah, it's like flipping. I'm like, but we need to go. <laughs> so, I thought it was like butterflies or something, you know, food digesting. The whole time. Yeah, I was like, Chick-fil-A I'm going through a lot. I eat Chili's. a lot of triple dippers at Chili's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out Sarah's pregnant. 
we have a gender reveal the next day. The ne- yeah. And it's a little boy and we're like, whoa. <laughs> and so- I have to text my ex-husband and be like, can we jump on FaceTime? I'm like, hey, I'm very pregnant. It's very like two months ago, we were living together. I'm six months pregnant. Like it's very bad. It's just, it's, this is happening. It was very chaotic. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I already know the story and hearing it over is like just as shocking. When I called my therapist, her mouth was literally open the whole time. She was like, this doesn't sound real at all. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm here. (laughs) That's why I'm here. (laughs) So three months later, baby Harv. We're holding Harold. We're holding, we're holding Harold. Um, And I was in the hospital with Sarah and I was needing her back through labor um I'll never forget she went into labor around like she started having contractions at like five and then we went into the hospital a couple hours later because they were getting bad and they were they sent us home because she wasn't moving along and then literally I'll never forget waking up at like four o'clock sir I guess had just woken up too she's like my water broke we're like we gotta go to the hospital and so we're what? like right to the hospital and well, I was like what time does Starbucks open yeah so we pulled in right at five and I got a little snack box or whatever and then we went to the hospital yep Good and call. so we go there and Sarah's in labor the whole time she's progressing well um, she gets that epidural and I'll never forget. I think I closed my eyes for 30 seconds. I made her get pretty. She fast. was like telling me she was like, I labored like natural, like whatever, without pain medications. Cause she's like, you have to get more than like halfway through that way. When you get it, it's not going to slow down. So I'm like, I've been through my, a lot of my friends. How do you have had know babies. this? Oh, a lot God. of my friends had babies. Thank so God. It was like one of those things where it was probably the Lord like orchestrated it because I know so much because of like a lot of my close friends who have had kids. And yeah. so I was like, let's get you to five or six centimeters. Then you can get the epidural so we get her there she gets the epidural we I we close, close our, our eyes 30 45 minutes maybe max wake we up. hear the baby's coming 10 centimeters let's push we're like whoa so, and I couldn't kidding. even push they literally he was just coming out it was like I didn't even do anything he just flipped right out four minutes no I I really I, I maybe it, yeah it, it I didn't even it just yeah, came right out that's true and so yeah so I cut his umbilical cord and then we spent the next three days in the hospital she I was, slept on like I a chair on a little Chair. It was like half the size of her body. I don't even, I still don't even know how she <laughs> did it. So in three months, we went from being friends on Instagram to she was like literally cutting my umbilical, Harv's umbilical cord <laughs> and sleeping on a couch two days before Christmas. Yeah. So we came home Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so when is his birthday? December, December 22nd. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine's the 21st. How no fun. way. Fun. Almost birthday twins. <laughs> That's so cute. Okay. Whoa. Year after yeah. raising a little baby Harv. Yeah. Um, doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Documenting it, taking videos. Taking we just shared pictures. our normal life on Instagram. On Instagram, we were always in our stories or posting, and people I think just like fell in love with not only our friendship but just our dynamic of and like how real we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am really me, and she is really her, and she yes. does not care how that hurts my feelings. <laughs> 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 I like to encourage, be an encourager of reality. reality. I don't like reality at all. I'm like, I really just wanted you to say I look great, and she's like, actually, you look like um the guy from Inficu- Despicable Me. Yeah, in your some- <laughs> especially you know what? Can't wait to post some of those like for real. <laughs> There's pregnancy. Being pregnant time. in the winter plus me, I have body dysmorphia. Like the opposite, so I always think that I look better than I really. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah being friends with Anaka really it's, it's been good for me but also like not <laughs> what I want at all 
and that's but you know what's so funny though is today I was like showering before like I was I was getting ready and I was like you know who Sarah reminds me of is on Despicable Me the little girl that says it's so fluffy I'm gonna die Like I feel like that's Sarah. That is such an accurate (laughs) description (laughs) because Sarah is excited about everything. Everything you could just drive up to her house. You could be like, "Oh my gosh, I I picked this random like pink thing at the store," and she's like, "Oh my god, do you love it? Is it the best thing you've ever got?" I'm like, "It's an eraser." No, 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 no. No. One time somebody sent me a gift for Harv, and she wrapped it in like a a a office, like a a desktop like light, like a computer light or something box, and I literally unwrapped it, and I was like, "This." is perfect like that like how did you even like think of like sending me something like so intentional as like a desktop light and I literally posted on my stories and tagged her and she was like can you just open it please and it was like a blanket or something I was like oh I was like that this makes more sense (laughs) but it didn't have to make sense for you to get excited the first time I'm telling you no anything this is why dating was really bad for me I really learned a lot about like, my standards because she was like he literally just like smiled and waved at you and I was like this is the nicest we're about to get engaged no, yeah she's like she's like we're getting married in three weeks <laughs> I'm like no oh my gosh I'm so, crying right, I'm literally crying between you and Anaka I yeah it's yeah it's been a time but the funny thing is is that I feel like my friend Lauren is so similar to you in that like she will okay I'll, I'll give an example she got me this this really cool like you know handmade stationary kit thing but she got the little seal you know the cool seals that <clears throat> you dip the thing and you put it on and it's just cool cute she's so excited about this she's telling me the history of the seal like this certain type of wax that they're using for the seal and all this stuff and I'm like you are such a treat. You're just such a treat. Um, she don't listen to my podcast, so I can say I actually haven't used the seal yet, but <laughs> I, I did use the stationery. No, I used neat. the stationery. No, that's literally, literally neat, except for I walk into the store like with an intention of totally getting something else, and the sales associate sells me on this, and now it's like same thing. It's like I know the history of it, and I, I love this now. Like I... <laughs> I love it. It is now the a gold. It is a yeah. gold bar that you are handing <laughs> over to someone. It is incredible. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love your story. Not just because it's just, I mean, straight up insane. Like, I mean, I don't even, what is the word? Um, no. But because it really does show your friendship. And it really speaks volumes to friendship in general, not just between you two, but um, it's a modeling of friendship that is honestly, to me, so biblical of being, I don't know, even a trauma bond kind of thing that (laughs) sounds like what this was. That was our first podcast episode. It's a trauma bond for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're very aware. You know, that plays a factor. Truly, yeah, truly. But I do feel like it is so indicative of like, honestly, I feel like that's all friendship should be. Like just 
sacrificing things for each other, no matter what it looks like. And I think that that really gives us a model of, of how we can uh, consider friendship moving forward in our own lives. But quickly, I want to know if you can describe each other in three words. Oh no, please. I've avoided this this whole time. (laughs) Other than chaos. Uh, Anaka, because you've already said that. I'm going to go, go first. Beautiful, <laughs> generous. Um, <laughs> kind-hearted. Your turn. Sarah says, "And model my behavior." Exactly. I'll give you a go first as if that would influence your uh, adjectives. I'll give you some examples. Amazing singer. Oh, no. Great answer. I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, gosh, what, Sarah? I would say in three words. (laughs) I need more than three. You can be honest, but not too honest. (laughs) I don't know how to be any other way. I would the reality. Say, oh gosh, I would say joyful. Yes, I don't feel like Sarah actually has joy. Like some people have to really work on that, and that's okay. But Sarah genuinely is like happy and joyful. Uh-huh. So I'm always like, that's actually I admire that about you. <laughs> joyful. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Probably. Um, <laughs> I would say <laughs> determined. Sarah does, is not one that gives up. And we also see that resilience in Harf because he will go hard. <laughs> so I will say that. Um, and I don't know. I'm like, what's the word for that? I would say. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> My best friend. You can do it if you want. I'm like, there's so many. I have so many words in my mind at this time. Um, <laughs> I on a like great track. Just stay this direction. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't use insane. Okay, I won't use that. Um, <laughs> How about energetic? That was the joy. I well, I looped that into joyful. Oh, okay. Joyful, determined, and I will say, I'll also say kind-hearted. Sarah is willing to give you the shirt off her back, and so, yes, those those are the three I will use. Chaos is actually number one, but I for, because I've already said it. These are the other three. <laughs> okay, wait. I will I will say loyal and in um and intentional and kind-hearted for Anaka for real because I don't know anybody that's more like that's another reason why we get along so well because I I am like woo like I'm just like doing whatever and she's so like I'll be like oh my gosh I'm gonna get somebody a gift and and like I have no idea what to get or whatever and she's like okay they like this 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 is this so so she's like the best gift giver the best like she just like remembers the small things and I think in my head sometimes I get so wrapped up in like doing big things but she's like so good at like being consistent with like just showing up or like the intention not they're not small things but they are often overlooked because it's seems small but intentionality is really not like super common and she just does that really well so well thank you bfs <laughs> i 
I tried to screenshot Sarah's face whenever Anaka was giving the definitions because I've never <laughs> seen anyone smile so hard in their life. No, we literally we did a photo shoot together and our hands were on were on a stairwell and she literally placed her hand on top of my hand like this. <laughs> and I think that's the only time she's voluntarily touched me. And I have a picture. The photographer got a picture of my face because I was so excited. <laughs> it's the funniest picture. She's like. <laughs> I that wish was- I would have been quicker than I was. I didn't get it, but that is incredible. <laughs> okay, so before I get into like the other questions, I do want I already know that people are going to be listening and being like I need I need to spend more time with them. I need to know more. So tell us about inside the group chat before we continue. Oh my gosh, inside the group chat. That is our podcast that we mm-hmm. started because we kept just getting messages on messages on messages of people like saying we want to see more we want to be friends with you we want a friend like that we want to know like what you guys do like outside of like you know what else you have going on in your life we want to know what you would say about this or you know and so we just kept being like well how can we bring people like into our world because obviously we can't be bffs with hundreds of thousands of people I would like to be and Naka is very okay not being (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but I love people. My I friendship just, roster I, is full. Honestly, <laughs> that's but, <better. laughs> but and Sarah's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I'm like the cashier at Kroger. She's invited to my birthday party. Like yeah, we're <laughs> she met somebody at the gas station. They're not friends. <laughs> I'm like, see ya. <laughs> Thank you. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> but that's that. So we were like, how do we inco- like bring, how do we people bring people in? in? Yeah. How do we like? bring people into our dynamic as well and our conversations that we don't have on camera, which yeah. a lot of times Sarah will screenshot a DM or a text that I'll send her because I genuinely am just saying it. And then people will be like, oh my God. They're like, I can't believe you had the audacity to say this. I'm like, she says stuff like this every single day. Like, <laughs> like this, is, this is the norm. And so I, I would post it. And so pe- pe- people would get a glimpse into like our private conversations, yeah. not just what we were posting mm. on social media. And they were like, okay, we want even more yeah. of that. So that yeah. is how inside the group chat came to be. And we kind of just talk about things that we would talk if about if we had like a group chat with us too and somebody else or a group of people or whatever. Yeah. So that's why you get such an inside look at like our personalities, like what we think about ghetto TV, yep. about like <laughs> uh, personal boundaries, like dating relationships, like friendships, just all like the hot topics that people tend to like be shy about because they don't want to like, uh, you know, just um, rub somebody the wrong way or come yeah. up across too, too straightforward or hurt somebody's feelings. And again, Anaka really does not care at all about hurting people's feelings. especially <laughs> I just would rather you be aware of something yes. than live in delusion. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. So anyway. Wait, Anaka, what is your Enneagram type? Cause Sarah's the most seven I've ever met, but like, I am a wing eight, wing seven, but, and I'm a wing eight too. So they come out at different times. So y'all are mirrors of each other. No, she's, yep. Usually I'm like this. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I hope I'm a healthy eight. So I'm usually at that doing the two stuff a lot. So yeah, Yeah. you are. (laughs) You are. Yeah. Sure. Hey y'all, I have something just for you. If you have wondered how to find your confidence, how to connect with the Lord, how to write a book, how to start a podcast, how to stay productive, I have all of these things 
that I've just learned and compiled in one place based on the most frequently asked questions that I get on probably a weekly basis. So if you have wondered any of those things, check out the online courses on my website. They're called Field Guides, and they are just there for you for any support you might need in any of those areas. Check out these online courses today. So through everything that y'all have been through and now launching inside the group chat, what is like one thing whenever you think about friendship, not even just between you two, but in general, what's one lesson that each of you can share about friendship that we can learn? Well, I'll say (laughs) friendship is, it's never to me. Friendship is never 50-50. It's 100-100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's always going to be you going out of what's comfortable or what's what feels best sometimes for you yeah. to make sure that your friend also feels that you are at, like doing the same for them. Yeah. Like I <clears throat> firmly believe in like sacrifice and doing whatever needs to happen so that your friends are good, you know? And so I will drives hours you know yeah. to see a friend or I'll you know be in labor with a friend if yeah. they need someone in labor <laughs> yeah. with them, you know? because I just feel like it's a hundred a hundred we're both giving time we're both pouring in and there will be times where your friends yes. can't give you a hundred yeah. but that is an opportunity to meet them where they're at and still give a hundred in the middle of that time like I've had friends who are like in busy seasons of raising kids or doing stuff and what I'll do is I'm like okay let's what are you running errands this week I'll come with you you know or like let, are you yeah. going to are you going to Costco let me just ride with you let me yeah. help you I've I've had friends where I've called and said hey are you home I'm gonna bring your kids ice cream and help you fold yeah. your laundry like yeah. that's the kind of stuff that is like a hundred a hundred and that's yeah. what I mean it's like you're both invested and the seasons might change and look different and it might feel like your investments are shifting, but a lot of times people just like sometimes just can't because of what's going on in their life. And it yeah. doesn't mean they're not trying to give a hundred. And so yeah. if you do, there's nothing wrong with going a little bit more of the extra mile yeah. sometimes. And so I just, that's, that's what I'll share. Don't be afraid of going the extra mile with your friends. Yeah. They deserve it. Especially yeah. if you want to keep long friendships. Yes. And I've had friends for over 15 years that are still my best friends. And yeah. I, and we believe in that. And I think that a lot of my friendships have sustained because of that. Um, you know, and people have been asking me for the wedding. How many bridesmaids do you have? I'm like 15. They're like, <laughs> how I don't have five friends. I'm right. Like, because I give my all yeah. to my friends. And so I just the encourage, roster. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And period. I was like, I don't want to regret not asking anyone yeah. because I, even if we don't talk, we're not at the every single day anymore. We're still at like yeah. the maybe two to three times a week. We still have made such a significant investment in each other and we're still willing to show up a hundred percent for each other no matter what. So yeah, yeah that's what I'll say. <laughs> I love it. So good. I feel like for me, it's being able and willing to be your most like authentic and truest self, because I think what I, what I see is this, um, almost like desire to protect yourself. Like, I don't want, like Anaka said, I don't want to go the extra mile. I don't want to drop off coffee for somebody who like, I don't know if they're like, they never do that for me. Or like what I hear is like, Especially now me being in the stage of like having a young child and I just, you know, I, I see posts about like, it takes a village, but like, 
I don't have a village, like be your own village and all this stuff. And I think what I see is this, like, because I'm not getting it poured into me, like, I don't want to pour it out and then lose that, that I'm pouring out because nobody else is pouring back into me. But if I could encourage anybody, and again, exactly like what Anaka says, I have been there, like single motherhood, like brand new mom, three months to prepare, like new city, like all the things and feeling like you have nothing to pour out, like for real. And so I get that. But if you can, in any way, shape, or form, be your truest self um, with somebody else and not worry about what it is that they're giving back or if you're giving enough, just do what you can. And you're not overthinking it and saying, am yeah. I, you know, and and like she's, Inaka's so good at like finding those people where you're like, I'm going to have hard conversations with this person. If we feel off, I'm going to be like, what's up? But yeah. until you find those people, just, just give and just love and just serve and you may sift through some people who are intimidated or who aren't able who are just you know are are not in the place to give and serve like you're wanting in a friendship in a loyal friendship a sacrificial friendship a true friendship but you're gonna find those people if you're not afraid to be that person yes Mm -hmm. and we say that all the time we had so many people in comments thousands of people I want a friend like Anaka I want a friend like Anaka and we were like be the friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be, the friend. Yeah. be the friend that's going to show up, you know, yeah. at midnight, be the friend that's going to yeah. show up in the hard things, you yeah. know, and you will eventually find your people. Like yeah. Sarah said. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that so much. And I actually struggle with, I'm thinking about, I mean, as y'all are talking, I'm like, okay, how am I applying this to my life? I struggle with as an Enneagram too doing so much. And I, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm not expecting it in return. Like this is a true, true giving, which is, I took a lot of work for me, but then I'm like, is it too much for them? Like, am I just smothering or like doing things that they don't necessarily want right now? And they're afraid to tell me. (laughs) So then I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh." but I think what you said, Sarah was so, um, so good when it comes to like have the hard conversations because for me I want them to be able to say hey thank you so much we don't need this right now but we will need this in two weeks or I'll need this in whatever I'll be I'll be able to have space for this whenever and having those hard conversations I think so many people are kind of shying away from but that is where your friendship really, I feel like deepens. I, when I think about my deep, deep friendships, it's the ones that we've had those conversations that create that intimacy that we can really just get through things because we can show up a hundred percent. Both of us can show up a hundred percent as our true authentic selves. And that is what makes it so rich. Yeah. Yeah. And that requires confidence, you know, like not doing things so that you can get something in return validation. Yeah. The same, uh, you know, like height, like look at all my friends, like look at what my friends are doing for me. Look at all, you know, all the places I'm going and the people I'm with and whatever. It's literally just confidence. Like this is who I am and I'm giving because like I, I want to bless somebody else and I'm not worried about it, what it means to me if I do or don't get it back or how they respond or whatever, you know? Yeah. Which is so crucial. Yes. I was going to say, I'll add to what you said about those hard conversations, because that is what has kept me in friendships for 15 plus years is hard conversations. Mm -hmm. And not just like, I'm mad at you, but like, what do, what am I, what, what am I doing that is 
frustrating you right now? What are you yeah. doing that is frustrating me right now? Mm. How do we come, how do we find boundaries within friendship? And the thing I learned early on in my life was confrontation is always meant to draw you closer, yeah. not pull you apart. Yeah. And I've lived by that principle. And so whenever there is a time to confront or there is a difficult something that rises, really pushing in and leaning into saying, hey, this is a friendship that I don't want to lose. Yeah. But a lot of times right. if you don't have the conversation, you end up retreating in friendship. Mm-hmm. That takes vulnerability to say, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose this person, but this is really hurting me that they're doing, or this thing is like really bothering me, or it really hurts me that like, they don't even try to come uh, like, you know, like a little bit towards me. And if you don't have that conversation, you end up pulling back, you end up retreating because naturally as humans, like we, we want to be, we want reciprocation, right? We want people to, to, and we also want to not feel hurt right. or so we're protecting have ourselves. those hard conversations yeah. where like mm, maybe they'll just get it they're not gonna get right. it they're not yeah. gonna, you gotta yeah, talk these like passive aggressive things that yeah. you're yeah. doing or not doing Mm-mm. that's what's been going around I feel like a lot on social media these like kind of passive aggressive things that like, like they're not doing this for you then like, they're not, I'm not doing that bow like, out, well, leave yeah them. I'm like it's one thing to have a conversation and them directly say to you I'm not interested right. in this friendship it's another thing to assume that mm-hmm. somebody do something for you or wouldn't do something for you or just retreat because you're too hurt to just talk and so I just want to encourage anyone too that's listening to have those hard conversations and to talk because again it's meant to draw you closer and it's meant to develop a vulnerability in the friendship where you can have a conversation and still keep your friendship yeah (laughs) and they can know what was hurting you and start to stop that behavior and you know and and maybe correct you know some things that they've been doing so give people a chance to to really see you and and to end like there it's sometimes it's not even about you like you might be feeling like they're distant and if you're like oh gosh is it me what did I do oh my gosh am I not doing enough am I doing too much like but if you're just like hey like how are you doing like what's going on because I am like the worst at like if it's not right in front of me, sometimes it's in, in the back of my head. And so I can forget to respond to somebody. And I need friendships with people who are not thinking, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Is right. she mad at me? So that I'm like constantly apologizing. Like I'm so, you know, it doesn't have to be that deep. We're busy people. There's a lot going on. There's there's so many emotions in so many different areas of our life. And we can be good friends to each other if right. we are just asking how are you doing and how can I support you? It doesn't even always have to be before right. you're like, you're ignoring me and we're, we haven't made plans. It's like, how are you? Yeah. And then you can just show up for them. And that is what builds the friendship instead of assuming it's about you or right. whatever. And, and yeah, Anaka is really good at that. Totally. I like that. I mean, what y'all are saying is such an empathy builder too. When you can either express, you know, how you're feeling to someone honestly, or when you can ask how that person is, you're instantly, somebody is getting, hopefully getting some empathy. Um, I mean, for me personally, I cannot tell you how many times I've failed my friends this year because I'm like, what the heck is a child? Like, just what is this thing? What is this living, breathing human that I suddenly am so incredibly responsible for that I've let so many things just fall through the cracks because I'm like, I don't know what a sleep regression is or like, what do you, you know, somebody would be like, what are you doing right now? I'm like researching vaccines. This is the absolute, this is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. I don't want to be doing this, but I feel, you know, sometimes I feel like, I've just failed so miserably with my friendships, but it's not from a lack of needing a friend 
or wanting to be that friend. It's just a season where I'm just like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't need, I did not, I slept two hours last night because I worried all night, you know, like insane. So I love what y'all are saying. Cause honestly, the more empathy that we can have for each other and the more just like general understanding of how it's most of the time, not personal. Yeah. I just think we can just be better and just have more peace all around. Yes. Yeah. So what did you, okay. So, well, first of all, both of you have had huge life events happen since, um, the beginning of your story, obviously. I mean, a lot of things have happened, but tell us about where life is now and where your friendship is now. Like what, what has changed? Well, I don't know if anything has necessarily changed except for the fact that we're not together like 24 <laughs> seven. Um, we can be though. <laughs> I'll come over. I live right across the street now. Well, that is one thing that has changed. Sarah, I bought a house within the last gosh year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got a man. I'm planning a wedding. Yeah. And yes. Sarah moved literally across the street. Yeah. So, I um, actually had the opportunity to live in the same like act like right down the street, but like like a few houses down from her. And I did not take it. I'm really blessed by that. Across <laughs> <laughs> the street. We're, we're we're right across the street. So so we always sit with an apple tag harv and just let him walk over to my house. Yeah. So he- <laughs> on his way. Like you're gonna see him on her ring doorbell. He's like, hey girl, you got snacks? She's like, hey, not hey, the hey, apple tag. He stay coming to my- he comes to my house and he just eats like she's never fed him before. He's and always making me look bad. I'm like, I try to offer you food all day, and she's like, Yeah, your food is bad. Doesn't yeah. want to eat your food. It's okay. We pray for her and send her recipes. I can't be perfect. (laughs) It wouldn't be fair to everybody else. For any, for, for just a little bit of context, if they didn't see your Instagram stories at this point, it was yesterday or yesterday or something. Whenever the episode comes out, it will be a while back, but you made macaroni and cheese too watery. (laughs) I'm I don't even, the amount of- No one measures mac and cheese ingredients. You cannot tell me people measure the ingredients for mac and cheese. You pour it in a box, you you boil the water, you pour the mac and cheese in, you let it boil, you take the the noodles out after they're soft, you drain the noodles, you put it back in. The part where I messed up is I put a little bit too much milk in there. So it was like the cheese (laughs) was a little watery. Nobody measures milk. You cannot tell me that you measure two tablespoons of milk and put it, you can't, you can't tell me that. And if you do, you're not making mac and cheese for a toddler because you're, I'm throwing (laughs) something in there so fast. I'm I'm like I'm squirting I'm like whatever I can do to get it out in into the freezer so I can cool down to put on its plate but I I I I made a mistake I put probably a quarter cup of milk instead of two tablespoons but I'm not good at eyeballing how do you how do you actually know what two tablespoons is you just practice you just sit there and measure it you actually like cook like well like you have (laughs) cooking so that you can start to eyeball you cannot eyeball if you are not a pro can you um teach me how to cook I have a cooking show. <gasps> I will teach you how to dance, and you can. You can teach me how to sing, and you can teach me how to cook, and then I will really oh. do it. I don't think there's anything you can teach me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sing, and I, I've been dancing since I was a child. So. I'm close <laughs> being rhythm, able to sing. I need a little bit of auto tune. 
and I'm born with is different okay. and home chef i think maybe home chef is gonna be like yeah you might option. need a box you home chef that? is good oh. home chef follow the recipe and she can't even follow that's the true. Recipe. I, got a, I got a man now i think he would be willing to follow the instructions yeah, thank god true. sarah please update us on that oh please. yeah so she please. bought a house that stage, of course, where I mean, I figured I wouldn't be single long, mostly because I was just really trying to give Harvard dad, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> this thing. The like, amount of things I went through BFF, last year with Sarah's It's okay. I know. I had to dump so many people. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> sure, though. she's like, please break up with him. I'm like, okay, fine. Well, wasn't even really break one day breaking up and it would be like two dates <laughs> so on like, one date with somebody and I'd be like I think I need to break up with him she's like you're not breaking up with him. <laughs> <laughs> we went to coffee like, anyways <laughs> um so I went home for the holidays and, and um so Harv's dad had started like really just just showing interest in being involved in Harv's life, like for real and FaceTiming him, um, like more often. And we'll come up to visit, fly us down to visit. And he asked me to get back together with him several times. And I said, no, absolutely not. Like, I just, just focus on being a good dad to Harv. Like I, like, I just pictured like him, like wanting, like the most convenient thing, which would be to be a family. And I just sure. didn't want him to feel like overwhelmed by the responsibility of being a husband and a dad and all this stuff. So I was like, just whatever I can do to support you and Harv and build that relationship, like with you guys. Great. So long story short, he was like, okay, well, if we're not going to be together, I at least want to like, just work on our relationship as co-parents. I'm going to move. He was planning on moving to Nashville. And I was like, great. I was like, this is great. I told all my friends, I was like, he's going to move here. He's going to find a nice girl. He's going to get married. Like I'm going to have two families going to be great. And then I flew down to Florida for the holidays. And I called Anaka like four days later. And I was like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Except I got off the plane and I just like saw him differently. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like he's about to move to Nashville. I'm going to have a babysitter like all the time. I can go do stuff. Like this is going to be great. And I literally call Anaka and I was like, you're please. Like, I was like, you're going to kill me. Like, and she was like, what? I was like, I think like I'm supposed to get back together with David. And she was like, yeah, like that sounds about right. Like I, I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? So was like, she was like, yeah. She's like, I mean, if he's like doing what he needs to do, he's being a good man. Like he's like serving the Lord. Like he's like really actually like serious about just being an involved parent and like a good man to you. Like, why wouldn't it, like, why wouldn't it work? Cause it just didn't work. Cause it just didn't work. You know, like we were so young. We didn't know how to process our emotions. We didn't know how to selflessly serve each other. We didn't know how to share our expectations. So it just crumbled, you know, and then you add yeah. a kid and it's the whole thing. Anyway, so long story short, I told him that I was like opening open to getting back together. And uh, six weeks later, we were married. So <laughs> I will say that it was very quick. So <laughs> I think I'm still processing the speed, but I am happy in this situation for them because, you know, best case scenario for Harv is he has absolutely family <laughs> he's a great dad to heart. he's a nice guy he's, he's been, cool yeah. I finally accepted his Instagram requests because you know <laughs> y'all know the story so you can't blame the side eye and the shade of no like, 100% you know yes. so I just need to make sure he was for real because I really don't have time you know for anything else but so far so good so I'm <laughs> I'm happy yeah it's amazing it's honestly amazing like this it, it's just a movie like this whole story is a movie and it's amazing and beautiful and I love it and I love it for y'all 
it's still wild. I'm still like, what happened? Listen, it's not for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I don't tell anybody we still, I don't feel like we're ever like, do what we do. It's just like, yeah. if you yeah. are God, you're asking God, like what to do. You are good with yourself. You know how to express your expectations, your feelings, you're processing your feeling. Well, you're going to therapy, you're doing all the things like God's going to lead you to opportunities that just move so many things in our life have happened that shouldn't have happened the opportunities we couldn't have worked for earned whatever rooms we shouldn't have been. it's like it, it, so in my mind it just yeah it just happened and I'm not here to give anybody a rule book or roadmap to how to <laughs> live the life that God has for you except for serve God and yeah just know that it's going to look different it really is yeah. it's going to Everybody's, everybody's like, lives look different yeah listen to the lord period that's period it. because otherwise you're gonna live an extra ghetto life and you don't need to do that yeah it's already, <laughs> it's already ghetto enough yeah <laughs> true no don't true. <laughs> <laughs> okay where can we find inside the group chat and keep up with y'all online because duh everybody's gonna want to it's on all platforms. We only have a few episodes out right now, but we are actually about to begin recording again. We're super excited. As you've heard, the last year of our life was actually chaotic and we yeah. started our podcast in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, not knowing that life was going to get crazy for me. Sarah was going to get remarried. Like there, <laughs> <laughs> we did not start it knowing any of no. this was going to happen. No. And now we're what, I guess like four or five, five months or six months after yeah. we launched it. Four, and everyone's yeah. like, make more episodes. So we're making more episodes yes. out on all platforms. Listen, leave a review. We're doing whatever we can to get those episodes out ASAP to kind of recap what's yeah. been happening and keep, keep the episodes going. So we're on Instagram, yeah. we're on TikTok. And um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, honestly, yeah. um, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're yeah. on there. Um, and we're excited to like put more stuff out and just share more about our lives and just yeah bring people the joy that apparently we bring them but we didn't yes. even really know I mean we we knew that we're we know we're fun but like yeah. you know yeah we didn't really know, <laughs> it's like, still confusing to us to listen to so yeah yeah so and what are your Instagram handles both of you oh mine is at Anaka and Young and I know that that's hard to spell so it's E-N-A-K-A-E-N-Y-O-N-G so. Yes. And mine is at Sarah Grace Hallis, S-A-R-A-H-G-R-A-C-E-H-L-L-A-S. And then our uh, podcast Instagram is just inside the group chat, chat pod. pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. So send us a DM. Tell us that you're here. Friends with Ainsley. Any friend with Ainsley is a friend of ours. Yeah. And yeah, we can't. Yeah. We got to have one show, sister. With, yeah. with, your, with your Don't Date a Boo-Boo Dude and our single struggle uh, segments, we got to have you on, girl, because yeah. streets are wild out it's, here. It's wild. Folks need help. Wild. It is wild. I'm 100% there. You will, I will, you will find me. Not, we're not on Zoom, though. We're, I'm going on the couch. I'm there every every now and then so you will okay. find me on the couch whenever <laughs> yeah thank y'all so so much for hanging out y'all are the best <laughs> they love you thank you for having us Thank you so, so much for spending time with us today and hanging out here on Wild Confidence. I hope that you feel encouraged and ready to tackle the day, feeling even more confident than you did before you started listening. 
I'd be so thankful if you left a review or shared this episode with a friend and I'll see you soon. Oh, don't forget. Let's connect on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Ainsley B and I hope to meet you there.